Yo, 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 it's going down, it's going down. This is your boy Jay Gibson, CEO and co-founder of Boss Talk Nation. We live in the building. It's a Sunday edition. We're gonna do an international boss talk today. We got some, we got some, we got a special guest coming through. My man Chief Supreme. He in the building, he in the building. So when once he pop in, we're gonna definitely check in with him and see what's going on. But while we're waiting for him, what's going on with y'all? This has been a crazy week for everybody, crazy week in music. You know what I'm saying? Crazy week all around. So I'm going to give everybody a chance just to jump in for a second. You know what I'm saying? It's it's crazy right now. We got the all the foolery and buffoonery going on in hip-hop right now. Big shout out to my man, Mo McCoy. <clears throat> I see you in the building. I see you. What's going on? I see you out there shooting them films. Anybody out there trying to get they, trying to get their grind on, man, trying to get that exposure in the film, they need to definitely tap in. You see what I'm saying? Uh, they need to definitely tap into what we got going on, man. My man, Mo McCoy, he got that film, Kings of Credit. Now he's already on the next film, so salute to him. But while I got y'all re real quick right here, man, I just wanted to thank everybody who's been, you know, rocking with us, who's been really, really, you know, uh, supporting the movement. You know, big shout to everybody who was on on Friday. It was a great show. Um, we definitely had, you know, a lot of conversations that, are going to carry on at well after the show. Uh, we talked about education. Big shout to my man, Rashawn Mickens. Big shout to um, Sean Hart for coming through. He was giving that inspirational message talking about fatherhood. Then we have my man, Zaire Baptiste. He was coming with that next level technology. He's doing his thing over there, Stolen Dean. He's got a bunch of other ventures going on. Had my man, DeAndre Carter in the building. He was doing his thing. And um, he was, you know, talking about the, the growth from starting out in Detroit, man, in the, in the trap to making it to being one of the hottest speakers on the circuit right now. And then we also had my man CEO Ish in the building and he was bringing it to him, man. He was doing his thing, man. You know what I mean? Like I said, man, got that tip for tap movie going on. He's shooting movies, man. This is brother right here. Mo McCoy is the real deal. He's always on set every time I see him. If you also, if you, you need to holler at him, if you got some music as well, because he's looking for independent music for his films. Um, like I said, this is a good brother to tap in with, man. He's definitely doing his thing out there. He's going to be back on the show. He's been on before, but he's going to be back on soon to give us a, um, a update about what's going on with his films and, and everything that's going on on the West Coast. But in the meantime, like I said, um, we got this Takashi situation going on. I usually don't touch on stuff like that, but I had to because it's, it's dealing with a situation where you got people that are using trolling now instead of talent. It's too much trolling going on in the industry as far as people using the 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 hype over the internet. Where usually the gossip blogs and the and the hip hop sites will cover so and so beefing with so and so. But when you take it to running up on somebody in in person and you know got your camera out on some paparazzi nonsense, it kind of it, it it leaves you between a rock and a hard place. I would say. You feel me? You know what I mean? Um, big shout. We got another person just showed up. Venus Kane, what's going on? That definitely appreciate you stopping through. Like I said, everybody's welcome, you know. Um, but the point I was making with Takashi, man, he's out here trolling. He's using, you know, the internet and, and the blog sites to get attention. He, he ran up on Meek. You know, Meek, at this point, what can he do? He can't, you know, if he go too hard with him, you know, he risks himself getting back locked up. A lot of people saying, well, he was instigating it too. But at the end of the day, you can't blame him for just going about his business. Somebody running up on him, man, it's actually smart. That's why you hired everybody talking about you got security. That's why you hire security to deal with the problems. Um, but the aftermath, you know, now um, Takashi got this video out. It's super trash, right? And then he puts Meek in the middle of the video with a, with a screenshot from the video um, of their little altercation or whatever they had. But that's just clickbait. You know what I mean? And what y'all need to understand as a fan base and as a public is that we can't allow the buffoonery that's leading to a lot of deaths right now. A lot of shootings is going on. Um, you know, I'm going to touch on that in a minute uh, as far as what's going down there in Texas. Big shout to Jake. I mean, not Texas, Alabama. Big shout to Jay Classic and everybody down there in Texas, Dominican Jay. He doing his thing. I see him posting several times about free meals and stuff um, for the community. Different restaurants are all, you know, helping out and trying to help the situation. You feel me? So, you know, that goes back to what I'm saying. Hip hop has to have a conscience. It's not about blackballing somebody or keeping somebody out of the loop. 
if their music is good and warrants, you know, they may be controversial. We've had controversial artists, you know, over the last 25, 30 years. But the point of it is when you're purposely stirring the pot and trying to get somebody to react so you could get a viral moment like TMZ style, you feel me? And then you turn around and you use it in your video for promotion, you know, and then you're getting 10, 15, 20 million likes. I mean, 20 million views on YouTube. I mean, that really don't impress me because he has deals with YouTube. And what people don't understand is that, um, you know what I'm saying? Big shout to M80 in the building. You know what I'm saying? Chief Supreme, he's here. I believe you got to connect your cam and your mic and then we can we can get you rolling. So let me see what's going on. Let me hit him up. But um, yeah, man, we can't allow that trolling, bro. We can't allow when trolling goes to the point where it's people going to get hurt. Um, then uh, it's, it's not a good look. You know, it's really not a good a, a good look. So we have to be smart and responsible in hip hop. I mean, it's nothing wrong with beef. Um, you know, it's nothing wrong with, with, with expressing yourself or having an issue with somebody. I mean, it is what it is. It's a contact sport. But when you see King Vaughn got murdered, you know, outside of a club, really over nothing. When you see all of the um, Mo3, rest in peace to him, you know, got shot down in front of a highway. We had a bunch of other things. You know, Boosie got touched down there, you know, trying to just go see about his people, make sure his family was straight. And then now we have the, inf the, the incident with Honeycomb Brazy um, down there in Alabama, man, where his grandparents got killed. I mean, at what point does this enough is enough? If you have an issue with somebody, why not worry about that issue? With cats is really not... Um, what Cats is really, uh, what Cats is really missing the ball at, uh, is you see with Nate Robinson. Now he got knocked out, everybody laughing. Um, but at the end of the day, he got that bag, right? Jake Paul got the bag, he got the bag. And why don't we do that? Why don't Trilla get together and say, yo, Meekin and Takashi, um, you know what I mean? It, they gotta get, they gotta get it together, man. They gotta come into the ring and just, you know, say, "Hey, bro, let's do this on the pay per view." You know what I mean? Ten bucks, twenty bucks. Ain't nobody gonna pay no more than that. But people would pay twenty bucks to see who, you know, see who got the squabbles, man. Like Wack One Hundred said, and I appreciate Wack One Hundred. He was on Club Clubhouse the other day. Um, he's been doing interviews and he was keeping it real, man, from an OG's perspective about, you know, you know why this situation is really unnecessary. Um, you know because it's a situation where you got two brothers, one which, you know, is is just finished up a legal situation, another one who has a reputation for being an informant. So you can't you can't tell me somebody that you know is a federal informant and you're gonna get into some some nonsense, um, you know what I'm saying, with them, knowing that the feds is watching every move he make, knowing that um, you know, everything he do is gonna be scrutinized. That's not the move. You feel me? So what you need to do is just get yourself to a point where you got to have a strong team around you and you can't allow you some things you can't entertain as well. Everything that starts as a back and forth nowadays on, on social media becomes some real street violence. And that's really crazy because you, first of all, you're broadcasting everything you're doing. That's that. That's not how a boss would move. You feel me? Secondly, um, you know, it becomes, it's like back in high school, if two people was going to fight, they was going to fight. But once everybody's, you know, in the lunchroom and everybody in the school talking about it, now it hypes the situation even further and cause you to kind of come out of character. And that's never good. You feel me? So for all the people that's watching the youth and all of that, that's, that's the clownery, man. Cast that's really about that life. They're not going to be out, you know what I mean? Out and about, you know, running up on each other, you know what I mean? With the camera. Venus says we need to come together and make money. That's what I'm saying. If you really got an issue with somebody, call up Trilla, right? Set up a date and let's get it on. You feel me? It is what it is. If if me can't knock out Takashi, man, he need to he need to retire, bro. I'm just keeping real. I got no beef with Meek. Meek is cool and all of that, but that's a situation where you just invite him to a, to five minutes and say, bro, we're not gonna do this. You know, the clown, the the, the Barnum and Bailey circus. We're not gonna do the you know the internet you know, trolling and all of that. If you got an issue, let's set the date and let's get it on. You feel me? 
And that should be that. And if he if he don't take you, I'm pro, of course he gonna take you up on it because he's looking for anything for for recognition. But you can't just ignore it because if you ignore it, he's just gonna keep talking and talking. And people on the internet they don't really care about you know what's gonna happen after that. They just want to get in on the on the on the clicks. Everybody posting reaction videos. You know, you know he's doing his video. He's doing his thing. He has a right to make music if he wants to. But and, you know he's gonna have his little fans. Um, you know, but at the end of the day, it's bigger than that, man. You gotta, you gotta really push yourself, um, you know, and really figure out what's good for business. And right now, that's bad for business. You feel me? Even from Takashi's side, like you got a little bit of buzz off of that. Now, what's the next stunt you're gonna pull? You're gonna have to keep up in the ante because people is gonna keep, you know, they only gonna mess with you when you get in these crazy reactions of doing stupid stuff. So now what you're going to do next, right? You, you, you talking about people like out in Chicago, like Lil Dirt and, and his crew and, you know, people that passed on his side. You know, that's crazy, man. Those people got families. Um, you know, those people got relatives that, that really, you know, are trying to deal with the reality of losing a family member. And it's not really, everything is not funny. Everything is not for YouTube. Um, you know, but, you know, it's crazy though. But and other than that, like I said, we got a lot of things coming up um, in this next few weeks for Boss Talk. I'm glad y'all been tuning in. Um, like I said, we had the boss ladies on. Big shout to all the ladies that was on um, the week prior. They really came through and brought that fire. We got some people that's going to come back and repeat. Big shout to Mac Mills and Steve Ray's over there, AGA Agency. We chopped it up with him last week. Um, we just gave y'all a little sneak peek of that because he's going to come back again. And we're going to really chop it, chop it up and really give you some nuggets of wisdom of how you need to market your, your music. Because, you know, today is a day where... People is past microwave, man. I don't even know what you want to call it. People putting out content, um, you know, and it, it's not sticking. It's, it's, you know, you're just throwing everything at the wall. So you need to have a strategy. You need to have professionals and you need to build a presence on social. And if you're trying to do that, if you're trying to get your numbers up, if you're trying to get your presence up, if you're trying to get relevant and get recognized, even with the DJs, as far as why you should be on a playlist and why your movement is somebody to rock with, then you need to holler at us, man. 844-700-2677. That's 844-700-BOSS. And, um, you know, we'll put you in touch with the right people and the right team. And, um, you know, you can either get advice from us just to lay you out a strategy and you go for it from there. Or we can actually get hands on with you in one on one and, you know, work your campaign. So, you know, depending on what you're trying to do. And that's not just for music. If you have a regular business and you're trying to get on, then this is where you need to, you know, you got to get eyeballs on your products. Right. You got to get people paying attention. The first step is awareness. If you don't build awareness now you see Takashi, he's building awareness the wrong way. You feel me? <laughs> he's building awareness off of nonsense. That's only going to be hot for that one second because nobody really cares about the music. But when you have a quality product, whether it's music, whether it's food, um, you know, uh, uh, or clothing or whatever you got, you can grow because people are going to come back for the quality. If you just out here, you know, doing publicity stunts, you know, how many you're going to run out of stunts after a while. And people really just waiting to see the car crash. That's something you have to understand, even as a business, when you're doing certain things out here to get promotion, to get attention, you're not realizing that on the back end of that is the consequences. So let's say I'll tell you all an old story. They had this dude in New York City back in the 80s. His name was Crazy Eddie. And what Crazy Eddie, what his promotion was, my prices are insane, right? He would sell you a, a um, you know, so-called big screen back in the day, you know, for half the price of everybody else. He was cutting the prices so low that the the actual manufacturers of the TVs was like, yo, we're not we taking your license back because you're, you're undercutting the the basic price that everybody else has to they was cutting they cutting into their profit right so it just he didn't care he would get them off the market he would get broken stuff and sell it to you he'd sell you a tv with a brick in it you feel me and he was just doing all like real talk he would do the craziest stunts um you know to keep people coming into the doors and just buying whatever they could buy you know and eventually it caught up with him because his investors and everybody realized that he didn't have really have enough product to keep up with all these sales. He opening up all these stores and then he just moving product from one store to the other to make it look like he had stuff in stock, but he really didn't. And then eventually he skipped the country because the feds was looking for him for tax evasion and all kind of other craziness. Um, you know, and eventually they, they caught him years later. 
and he had to pay the price. I think he's still in jail now. He's doing like 20, had to do like 20, 30 years because he defrauded so many people. So in business, it's not a good thing to, to get a quick buzz, um, whether it's through music or anything else. You want to build a quality product and then build awareness around your product. Because if your product is quality and you let people know about it, people are going to get attached to it. People are going to want to um, connect with it. You feel me? People are going to tell other people about it and then they become ambassadors for your product. That's what you definitely need to do. If you're trying to market yourself out here, if you're trying to become, you know, a staple, right? What they call top of mind, um, in, 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 uh, in the business world, meaning that when you think of, uh, Kleenex, right? Now, Kleenex is a certain brand of tissues, but when you say Kleenex, they can hand you any tissue and you, it would be the same. Let's see if I can get my man, Chief Supreme, in the building. Okay. I believe you just got to connect the camera. You could also use a phone if you need to, um, because the signal, some for some reason, it's, it, it seems like it's not connecting, bro. Um, but we're gonna keep, we're gonna sit here and rock with you, so we can get, we can get you on and get your face to the people. Um, but in the meantime, like I said, as far as business, things is good. You know, every every we coming to the close of another month. Um, and you know, it's, it's crazy out here. It's crazy. Just give me one second. Bear with me y'all for one second. Just, um, sending a message. But yeah, man, so like I said, man, Boss Talk, what we do is we we talk to the bosses, we talk to leaders in different industries and bring them all together and 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 we put together panels. Sometimes we do one-on-ones, but it's always focused on y'all, the business owners, the entrepreneurs out there, even the people who haven't started their business yet, but they're thinking about starting a business. So those are those are you know the type of people we want to talk to. We want to help you get your business off the ground. We want to help you with your marketing. We want to help you with your brand strategy. We want to help you execute that strategy, right? So like I said, if you have a business and you're out here and you're trying to be relevant and you're trying to get, get uh, you know, you're trying to get things going, then this is where you need to be. You definitely need to be on a platform that's going to, that got international connections that's going to get people to the next level and that's going to you know give you that advice from people who've been there done that and they're still doing it it's a difference that these people out here they're selling courses um you know and we're doing what we can you know to 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 promote themselves you know they're trying to get themselves out there they're the next guru they're the next this they're the next that and they're charging absorbent prices and i'm not knocking anybody's hustle as far as what they feel their value is um, you know, but at the end of the day, you have to, you have to be mindful of what you're trying to do. If you really uh, are trying to help people, and I'm not saying that you're not supposed to put a price on your stuff, but if I'm paying you $2,000 for the course, it's going to cost at least $2,000 to execute what I'm teaching you in the course. So I would rather have you come in, become a member of our organization. And you know what I mean? We work out, you know, a schedule or a subscription and, you know, we give you the instructions and now we utilize the resources to execute the plan. And that's what I'm saying. Everybody's out here. They can teach you real estate. You need capital to really get your foothold in real estate. Now, you could do wholesaling, but you need capital to take advantage of real estate deals. You got people out here talking about investing and investing is important. And, you know, I do so myself. But at the end of the day, there you go. There you go. OK. You know, at the end of the day, you know, it's about it's about people who are going to help you allocate your resources. What's going on, my man, Chief Supreme in the building? Hey, how you doing, bro? Thanks for having I'm me, good. bro. I'm like, good. I'm you know, good. My bad. My bad. It was a simple fix, and it just they took me forever to figure it out. I'm not. I'm not that good of. I'm not. I'm not that like you know tech savvy. You know what I'm saying? So I, I try my best. You know. It's all good, man. You guys see, you got the Ray Bands on, man, looking like a star, brother. You out here making moves. The single is fire. I want to tell you that first of all, the music is fire. So much love, much love, brother. Yeah, congratulations. Now, um, let the people know about you, where you come from, how you got into the game, and then we'll we'll go from there. 
All right. Well, I, I got into the game like probably it was early 2000s, you know, like it was uh, it was it's, it's been a long grind, you know what I mean? So uh, <clears throat> I took a little bit of time off. Like uh, I got three kids. So like I took some time off to, uh, you know, to, you know, I'm saying to raise my kids and stuff like that. And then I came back just just kind of like to show them that, like, if, uh, if you want to do something, it's possible. And then it just kind of like took off and it kind of like started snowballing and. You know what I mean? So like it's 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 been actually it's been, it's been crazy, but like initially like I didn't really expect this to happen, but like I just you know what I mean? But like I'm rolling with it now, so right, right, right. And big shout to M80 as well. You know he definitely uh you can't definitely highly recommend it, and he don't just rock with anybody. So you know the, being that you know he's helping you get guide you through. You know that's that's definitely a a good plug and a, and a solid individual. Um, yeah, definitely, man. So let's talk about, you know, how did you come up with the the the, the style that you have? Because you have a you have a style that I think people are gonna gravitate to because the music is dope, but then your visuals, right? First thing that caught me before I even listened to it was the cover, and you have like an animated style to the cover. Um, and we'll show your IG and all that in a minute. But you know, talk to people about the thought process that went into that. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like the thought process was just basically bang out a fire track. And like, like I said, um, <clears throat> I'll let people handle different aspects of the different aspects of the artistry. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're professionals at different aspects. So what, so what I do is like, I do my thing and I try not to handle like too much because it, uh, like there's, there's a few artists who like really do everything independently. But like, for me, like I try to like allocate that shit to like guys that know what they're doing in different aspects. So like, so like the you know what I mean? So like the label they handle a lot of that shit. Like you know what I mean? Like the uh um <clears throat> they handle like the visuals and all that shit and like the, the cover art and all that stuff, you know what I mean? And like right. so that's how that came together really. I just banged out like just banged out my, my track and I focus on that more or less just to make it like as good as I could get it. <clears throat> and uh and then I let those guys handle their specialty because you know what I mean, like they're really good at what they do, so yeah, definitely, definitely. And see, that's what I just, you know, we preach that collaboration, man. And that's an important jewel that you just dropped because as an artist and as a creative, sometimes you have people who try to do too much, right? They they the they the manager, they the they the publicist, they're the person that's in the, you know, that's making all the calls, booking the shows, and sometimes it takes away from the art. So the fact that you, you know, you do your part on the team, right? And then you allow other people as experts, almost like the Avengers, you know what I mean? To come together and everybody has their specialty. Um, you know, now as far as, um, you know, your journey in music, you know, how has it been being a, a like you say, you have three kids and you out here really kind of, you know, kind of building a legacy, right? And so you're taking it more serious. So talk about, you know, the the mindset that you have approaching this new project, like, you know, it's obviously big business on the table. You want to see some returns, you know, talk about that, you know, and what that means for you and your family. Well, it's like, you know, like everything started taking off. And, and now I know that like, <clears throat> like we really have a shot to make it. So what I'm trying to do is like, I'm trying to like give it 150 because I know the team around me is all giving it 150. So like, I can't slack, but like, this is the first time that, like ever making music where I ever realized like this is I have a shot at doing something you know what I mean so like I'm really trying my best to like get to that get to that point you know to get to the end zone and it's just like nothing but hard work all around from every single person on the team we got a really good team right now like um from like every angle so uh so basically like it's all up to me to like keep knocking them out of the park you know like right. just keep making music right so like that's and, and you know what I mean? And uh, like I have a three-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a 14-year-old. And like my 14-year-old, he's really into like the new school. Like he knows trivia and all that shit. Like he knows he, his favorite rappers, Juice World and uh, and Lil Uzi, right? So like he's just like really in tune with the new with the new sound, right? So like it's a big thing for me to even be on these songs, but not for me to take to the next level to get past that and like make a career out of this is is really is really at stake here so like i know that there's there's big stakes here so i gotta i gotta just pick it up and just keep moving you know what i mean 
Right, definitely, definitely. And, you know, for everybody who doesn't know, I mean, this brother is coming from this international ball talk. This is our first international interview, and um, he hails from Canada in Ontario, correct? Yeah, that's right. Like, it's uh, A lot of people know Toronto and the GTA area, and I'm, like, I'm north of that. So, like, right. you know what I mean? But, like, it's it's still, it's really popping for music right now. Like, in the GTA area especially, it's, it's, it's crazy right now. Like, you know what I mean? And that's why I was going to ask you, like being an MC from Canada. I mean, obviously, if you had the legends, you got Drake came out, you know, Tory Lanez then did his thing. But I'm gonna take it back. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check, I'm gonna check your, uh, your, 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 your hip hop historian, uh, 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 knowledge. Cardinal, okay, okay. Yeah, Cardinal Official was putting it down, you know, back in the day, and he definitely had some dope lyrics and some dope rhymes, and he brought that. You know, he brought that Caribbean hip hop style to it. So talk about the Caribbean influence in Canada, because I know they have Carnival up there and I know they have a lot of different mixtures of ethnicities. So talk about how that creates a vibe up there that y'all music is a little different than what goes on down here. Well, that's like uh, like you mentioned, like Cardi and like, you know what I mean? Like Shaw Claire. And those are the guys that like really like set the, the tone for Canadian rap. You know what I mean? Right. And those are the guys that really have been doing it since, you know, like those are the guys that really put on and like set and uh, paved the way for other guys. But uh, right now it's, it's really just uh, it's really a new wave coming up. I don't know if you really are in tune with the Toronto rap, but it's really just it's not um, it's um it's really crazy like bro like it's honestly it's they're really blowing up out there so like uh you know like there's a lot of guys that like uh they're just doing their thing like crazy and it's like you know what i mean it's like almost like you just want to get in the mix and just like it's like competition you just want to get in the mix and try to do the best you can do um obviously my sound's a little different because i'm not like right in toronto you know what i mean so it's not it's not it's not like um, it's not that kind of sound like uh, like those guys got going on, but it's uh, like I'm very versatile. Like I can do, I could like as you as you probably like if you look at my songs on uh, Chief Supreme, go on like uh, Spotify or whatever, uh, you'll see that I have very versatile, um, very versatile like sound to me. Like I can do. It's not just one specific like lane that I'm in. I'm really just kind of going in different lanes, and I'm trying to make something for everybody, really. So it's uh, but like much respect to like Cardi and like Shaw Claire and all those guys that like you know what I mean, and uh, they pay it away for us guys, right. like you know what I mean. But like uh, it's definitely uh, can- Canadian rap is, is is up and coming like in a big way right now. So right, yeah, for real. No, nah, that's definitely dope, man. And and we're gonna get into all of that because. You know, like I said, you got, for people who don't know, he got the single Myself. He's got Trippy Red on the single, you know, and it's doing, it's doing numbers. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely, you know, people are gravitating to it and you're bringing a different flavor. And I like what you said about Toronto is its own scene. So what, what, you know, what, what's dope about it is when somebody makes a region hot, then that next generation, you guys, and I know what you're talking about. The new, they call it the new Toronto. They got different people, you know, that's doing it completely different. Um, you know, you get a chance to shine now because what happens is when, like you said, from Cardi and them putting it down the foundation to Drake and, and Tori and them coming, bringing that, you know, that mainstream worldwide light to it. And yeah. then now you guys are the new generation bringing that, you know, whole new fusion and whole, all new energy to it. It makes more people pay attention. So, you know, who, what would, when you go in the booth, what would you say is your inspiration as far as, you know, do you listen to the track first or do you already have something in mind that you say you're going to a concept and then you try to find a track? Well, like lately what I've been doing is I just go in the booth and I just really just like I already have like I, I kind of like get my tracks already set up before I hit the booth. But like I'm, I'm trying to get this. I'm trying to get it so that I have my little uh my little studio at home so I could do the roughs here and then I could take into the studio. So I already know what I'm doing. But like for right now, I just kind of like, you know, I, I got a couple of local producers who are really unknown, but are really hot. So like, I just, I got with those guys and, and uh, they hit me with the beast and I, I get it. I get it popping at my house and then just go to the studio, knock it out the park really. And that's, that's what it is. And uh, you know what I mean? When I'm called upon like M80, 
he's been like huge and orchestrating these like really big features and shit like that. So like when I when I when I get the opportunity, I'm just like I'm just on it because you can't waste any time. You can't like you know what I mean. This game is like right now. It's like it's so it's a different it's a different game than it was years ago. Like it's just like you can make a hit quick, right? So like I just try to like get on every opportunity that I'm given, and uh, I've been given some really good opportunities. So I feel blessed right. to have guys like that in my in my corner. You know. Yeah, definitely, man. And, and it's well-deserved. I mean, you're putting in the work and, you know, and everything's going to come together, like you said. So if we're talking about, you know, hip-hop, who are some of the most uh, artists that you would say is more, most influent, influential to your flow? Not so much, you you know, you borrow nothing or nothing, but just artists you, look, you grew up looking up to that you feel like, you know, they helped you grow into hip-hop and feel like, you know, these are artists I, I admire for their skill set? Well, when I started up, it was basically just like, it was, it was, uh, it was obviously like a different game back when I started up. It was uh, like uh, rap has changed and evolved so much over the years. And um, it was basically like, you know, Nas, it was the game. It was Biggie, Tupac. It was, you know what I mean? Snoop Dogg, Dr. Dre, like all those guys. There was some some real like heavyweight guys that paved the way. Obviously, there's guys before that too that I but I didn't you know what I mean. I came into the game around, around that time, and that's that's what I listened to. Big Pun, Big L, all those guys really just shaped me as a as a lyricist and as an artist. But like I said, the game's evolved, and it's, it's hard. It's really hard to make it with when, when you're like you can spit bars and you can spit multi syllables and you can spit metaphors, and it's really hard for people to nowadays for for them for them to catch on to that so it's it's really just about like nowadays it's like melodies and it's it's just making it sound hot right it's more like it's, right. it's a little bit more pop than it used to be right so right um that's my vibe right now and and it's uh like you know like i love all the all the new guys like little uzis and the, right you know what i mean and, and those guys like they're just you know juice world and all, all those guys they're just really talented guys and i can't discredit them because they're they're not like the era that I grew up in, it's right. just really, you know what I mean? So it's just, so those are the guys that really, I really kind of get influenced by right now is all those like new popping guys is, is the guys that I listen to when I'm like, you know what I mean? It's like, you have to kind of keep up with right. what they're doing. Right. So. Right. And, and that's key that you, um, you know, like I said, you really, you, I can tell you got your MC, your MC, uh, uh, pedigrees together, man. Cause people yeah. like big L and big pun, Man, there's some of the, um, you know, digging in the crates. Big shout out to the whole, you know, rest in peace to Big L, rest in peace to Juice World, as, uh, um, additionally. But, you know, like you said, man, you know, the MC has now went more melodic. But if you listen to it and then the sound is kind of fused with drill now, you know, a lot of East Coast guys are doing drill, Rowdy Rebel and all of them, what they're doing. And that music, to me, it gives me energy. You feel me? It feel like. Um, when DMX first came out, you feel what I'm saying? You get in the club, you might really? ready to knock somebody out. You feel me? For or, real, for real. You know, like I remember when um, Tear the Club Up came out, right? And I was a freshman in college, you feel me? And so we was, you know, I was playing football and we go to the club 50 deep. Like before Jeezy had 50 goons, we <laughs> we had yeah. 50 goons. So we for come real. in the club and they had, they played that record, man, Tear the Club Up. And Joker start really tearing the club up, man. He's taking chairs. It's like a Royal Rumble in that joint. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? The energy of the um, you know, really can set the set the scene and then people gravitate to it. So we're going to check out your Instagram real quick just to give people a taste of what's going on with you. And they can kind of, and you can walk me through if there's any posts you want to highlight or something like that. We could definitely do that. Um, just give me one second to set everything up. And then we're going we gonna to get to that. So... Okay, so yeah, we on your Instagram page now, um, Young Chief Supreme. Y'all need to check him out. Y'all need to follow. You feel what I'm saying? Check him out. And, um, you know, he's got his music up here. And let's just, you know, the feed is dope, man. I like how you have, you know, your signature look, you know, as far as with the shades on. You got, you got, you know, different, different scenes, but it's always the same visual. So, you know, talk about what went into. Do you think about what you're going to post or is it just random, whatever comes to you? Well, right now it's like it's uh it's kind of like a little bit random, you dig? But like, uh, like it, it's kind of like your resume, you know what I mean? So right. I gotta keep it. I gotta kind of keep it to the point where it's like, 
this is my artistry. You know, I got a couple, I got a couple little posts on there about, you know, like my kids and stuff. Like if you, if you scroll down, you'll see, right. but, um, but it's like mostly just, it's just me as an artist. And also like, I, I really gotta, you know, like I, I gotta start posting a little bit more on there, which I have been the last couple of days. Um, right. you know, now that everything's starting to pick up and stuff like that, I want to give the fans a, a real good insight about like what I'm, what I'm up to on a daily, right? So, so uh, basically, he, he, yeah, here we go. There's the Pablo. You did. That's what I was getting ready to get into. I mean, I got some ink too. Sorry, yes, sir. But you, but you, man, you doing it, Beja. You know what I'm saying? So talk sir, about this. We got tattoo. Elvis there too. We got Elvis there too. Yeah, man. So talk, you know, for the fans, you know what I'm saying? Let them know what, what went into some of the pieces they could see. Like, obviously, you got the Pablo, you got the Elvis. So, uh, you know what I mean? Obviously, these must be people that are important to you. So, mm -hmm. you know, tell, tell the fans what it's like. And see, that's a culture within itself. The whole, you know, ink now is more mainstream. And, you know, the ball players, are, everybody's tatted up. Um, all the rappers is tatted up. And then you got some cats, man, they go a little too far. With, with the you're right, you're right. You're right. But, um, you know, what made you get the Pablo joint? It's just, uh, I don't, you know, I don't really, it's just, uh, he's an icon, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. Uh, you know, same with Elvis. Right. Uh, I'm doing a whole, a whole, uh, my tattoo guy calls up Mount Gutmore. You know what I'm saying? Oh, wow. Okay. Right? So, like, we're doing uh, Al Capone on there. We're going to do Michael Jordan with the trophy. We're going to do Marilyn Monroe. It's just, like, a big – it's just, like, okay. a bunch of icons. You know what I'm saying? So, like, that's basically what it is on there. I got my daughter's name tatted right here on my on my head. Uh, I also got her portrait on me, too, um, like, on my chest. Right. Um, I got, like uh, – you know, it's just uh, – I, I ran – like, I got a new – like, a, a good tattoo guy who really – who really kills uh, the task and he's, it's just, you know, I have to book my tattoos really like I have to book consecutive dates because he's, he's really booked up, but, um, but, you know, cause I want to ink up sooner than later, but um, right. so we're working on, we're working on a bunch of pieces right now. He's a really good, uh, real, like a realism tat, tat artist. So I'm trying to get those pieces in just, just so it's not just, cause I know a lot of artists, you know what I'm saying? They just do like the scribble. They just, chat up quick, you know what yeah, I'm saying? It's, it's, it's no artistry to it. Yeah, it looks nah. like yeah, you got a dope artist, man. And yeah. um, let's look, let's talk about the the streams, man. I mean, just for people that don't know, I mean, this guy, you got songs with Lil Wayne, you got songs with Trippy Red, you know, other notable MCs. And th th this is your stat sheet right here from 2020, man. So it definitely, um, you know, you definitely been putting in that work. So it's not like you just, you know, you just any old MC, man. You definitely, you know, the fans is gravitating to you. Almost a million streams, you feel what I mean? And, yeah. um, you know, 90 countries, man. That's that's what, it's, that's what it's about. So talk about how you got a chance to work with um, Lil Wayne. I'll put the single up there. And then, you know, how it's been working with the fans and getting, you know, the responses back as, as loud as it has uh, came through for you. Um, you know, uh, uh, with the with the single and the and all the support you've been getting. What what that uh, that graphic that you're looking at right there? That's actually uh, it. It was like it was at the end of the year to rap, but we also we, we dropped. Uh, I think we dropped like two singles right after that 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 graphic came out. So we we sure. I think we're at like almost we're like three point five million because we got the uh, the Ed Sheeran feature that came in and that was like one point three. Oh, um, wow. and then we got the yeah, and then and then the Lil Wayne one just hit half a million, and then we're looking at uh, the, the 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 tribute one is just early; it just came out, but but that's like that one is just like speaks for itself when you when you hear the track, it just kind of like you know what I mean? It's just right. It, it doesn't right. like regardless of the views, that one is just like real. It's just real. Like uh, I, I think that was like the best work that I've kind of put out. So. Um, so basically, like we got, um, yeah, we got some big features. It's all like I said, thanks to uh, the label, uh, Mike Bond, the Flavor Records, uh, M80. They really, it's just like the team is crazy right now. So we got we got those uh, big tracks on my on my Spotify, and um, it's just like we, I can't look. I just got to look forward and just keep on putting stuff out right now. And it's just like, you know what I mean. There's no looking back. It's just kind of like. Especially because my my city's so small, it's really I'm just right. kind of like looking on the Canadian on the Canadian um, 
on the Canadian front, and then I'm looking to expand, obviously, into the States and stuff. I, I, I was out in the States one, like, really, really just one time, really, and I, and I just kind of fell in love with it out there. It's just Right. Just amazing, you know what I mean. So like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to expand my music out there, so I can try to. We got, we got another song coming out. Um, uh, with I am Egypt, and I think it's uh, March third. So that one, that one's. So I, I we we might just like go over to, to the states. It's just you know, obviously, it's hard to do that right now with all the COVID stuff and everything. Right, but, right. But uh, yeah, that's that's, that's the next move though. Definitely, and like I said, um, you know, uh, uh you down with Flavor Records? I mean. Um, you know, FLVR, man, how, how did that come about? Was you, um, you know, how did you get signed with them? What made you want to, you know, feel comfortable to rock with them and everything like that? How did you get discovered? Really, it was just like, uh, I, like I already been putting in work in my hometown and like they, they really, I was on their radar for a little bit and, uh, I just like, I, I knew that I needed to go to the next level because I already put in a good, good amount of work on the indie level and I mean like I'm just I'm talking about like grinding every single day hours and hours and hours and then it's like you I can only do so much so so I needed to take my my step up to the next level and then I, I link with Flavor Records and I could just tell they're that they're really genuine they're not you know like it's it's hard because the industry is so cutthroat so it's hard to really find someone that you that you that you kind of link with on that level and uh, that you trust. Right. So I trust them 100%. Um, it's like a family. Right. So, so basically uh, once we started working together, it was a wrap basically like we're just, we're, we're he, he's invested in me 1000% and uh, we feel like we really have a shot this year. So with all the help, like I said, from every single person around in the team, like with the, you know, my even my videographer Tony McGuire, he shoots films with M80, with um, Flavor Records, and Mike Bond. We got uh, it's down to my engineer and my beat makers. We we really got a solid team, so I feel like this is the year that we can really break out. You know what I'm saying? So like right. we're just trying, we're trying to put in that work really right now. Yeah, so, man. But, but like I said, Flavor Records is is nothing but love for that team. Like they're just they're really. They really stand out, and uh, Rebel Distro too. They're they're the distribution. You know what I'm okay. saying? Too. Yeah, big shout out to them, man. And um, you know, like you know, I'm I'm a person who always wants to find out, you know, what somebody's uh, you know, what their inspiration is. So, what we what would you say the first song that made you fall in love with hip hop? I would say it would be Crisscross. It would be Crisscross because I heard that song way back. When they just started popping, it was in BC. Uh, I was living out in Vancouver at the time, and um, I got my cousin because I could. I don't think I could buy the album at the time, so I got her to go and buy the album from the store. And it was that. It was the Crisscross album, and I, I was listening to that Crisscross album, and, and that's when I. They had the whole backwards everything, you know. What I mean, right. you, you, you probably you probably remember that. So yeah. So that's what really made me kind of like it's just. I, I kind of went from there, and then, and then a couple years later, that's when I started discovering, going to like the pawn shops and stuff like that, and getting all the, the records like the Biggie and like the the, the Big L, and then really just fell in love with hip hop. But but I think it was the Crisscross record was the first one I ever got for sure. Yeah, man, that's that man. Let me tell you something. That was a hit. I don't care who you is. You feel me? That that was a hit, man. We was in like middle school or something, and uh, we was rocking it. We had Crisscross Day. You feel me? And everybody wore their stuff backwards and all that, man. So, you know, big shout out to them brothers. Um, you know, and and like I said to you, hip hop is is a is a family. You feel me? And it's like it feels like you've been putting in your work, and you know you're gonna get your just due. Everything's gonna come together for you because you know it's a it's a foundation that you have to lay. And I'm glad that you said that because for a lot of young artists, they think it's all about just connecting like they try to skip the steps you put in right and they want to just get to whoever the top dog is whoever they think this one person gonna put them on but it's a it's almost like a snowball effect right and you know it starts out with quality product so talk about you know just the landscape of hip-hop right now where some people like you said you come from a generation of real lyrical mcs now you're competing in a league where everybody may not be as lyrical, but they're melodic, and that's something different, right? And that's something that has its place in the game as well. So, you know, first part, I would say, just talk about your overall work ethic and how that has impacted you, not just in your career, but in your life. 
Well, I, I think honestly, like, to be honest with you, like, uh, my work ethic is just like, it, it's just, it's, I got, like I said, like the label really just, they lighten a fire underneath me and making me do more than I, than I really like, I kind of took a break for a minute, you know what I mean? So like, I'm trying to like, they're really lighting a fire under me to put that, to put that work in because we have a shot right now. So right. while we have a shot, we have to, we have to take the opportunity to, to give it all we got. Right. So that, that lies with me creating like every single day and trying to put out as much as I can. Um, and like, I, like, uh, like you were talking about, like uh, with, with the, with the lyricism, like I, I kind of, I, I blend a little bit of that in a little bit of that in, you can, you can catch a little bit of that with my, with my, with my newest songs. But for the most part, it's just, uh, it's just, it's just like, uh, it's a whole new, it's a whole new ball game right now. Really. It's just not, it's not about, I mean, I have I have these debates with my with my boys because I have a few homies that are like real lyrical artists, and and they 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 sit there and they tell me, you know, like if you, if you have to put in the metaphors and you have to put in the the bars, and it's all about you know because that's important. But at the same, but at the end of the day, it's just like uh, like like rap is right now is like number one. It's at the forefront because it's kind of like. They're kind of blending the rap with like kind of pop, you know what I mean? And it's always fun to sing to sing the songs when you're like, especially when I'm driving in the car, you want to be able to put on a song and sing to it. Or if you're or if you're at a party or if you're or if you're kicking it with your with your boys or or, or your girls or whatever the case is, you want to be able to put that song on and sing to it. You don't want to listen to bars and dissect them and break them down, you know what I mean? Like it's just a little bit too much. But um, like I, I get where like that's the origin of real, like that's the origin of hip hop and rap right there. But like I said, it, it kind of evolved over time and, and uh it's really just kinda like it's really just catapulted crazy. Like so so I'm just I'm just trying to put out as as, as much like I'm kinda on that on that new wave vibe right now where I'm just trying to put out like just like, you know what I mean? I'm trying to start singing and all that stuff and you know, it's it's really it's really going good for me right now. But like I gotta you know, so now nah, that's what's up, man. Now let's um let's flip the script a little bit. It's a lot of female rappers out here that's killing the game, right? So if you if you um had a wish list, right? You had uh let's say out of any new female artist as far as rap rappers, um you know big shout to uh, uh all the sisters that's out there killing them. I mean it's a lot of it's a lot of hot hot. So if you had a chance to get in the booth with any female rapper, who would it be? Who, who would you want? Yeah, honestly, I, I honestly like I uh, I always wanted to work with Nikki, you know what I mean? Yeah, like that's, that's, that's the girl that I, I was I always picked, but like obviously Megan's Megan the Stallion is the hottest, one of the hottest girls in the game right now with Cardi and all that shit. But like uh, I was just like I always really like Nikki and what she did, you know what I mean? But but like uh, but like coming from where I'm from, it's obviously like the brat and there's like Missy Elliott and all those real spitters that really right. can they can rock, you know what I mean? Like it's uh like that kind of vibe, but like right now, like you know what I mean? Like to make the most sense, like the mo make the most dollars, it would be definitely Nikki, you know what I mean? Probably Nikki Cardi and all that stuff. But like I, I just feel like I just like Nikki's vibe the most out of all the out of all the the, the top notch girls in the game right now. And so. I think yeah, and I think Nikki's a MC um who when she got to the industry, her image just got bigger. But she still, I mean, from that monster remix, you know, and her old mixtape, she would she would do a, a a remix of everybody's record that was out, and it was fire. Right? Then I remember, you know, like the Philly radio station broke her first, and that's the next question I wanted to ask you. Being from Ontario, do you feel it was harder for you to break on radio? And where was the first time you ever heard your song on the radio? I just want to give a shout out quick to like I was gonna say Young and May. That's another that's another artist I like to work with. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like um, the first time I ever heard my song on the radio must like um, it's probably a few years ago. Like uh, like I said, like I was putting in the indie grind and I was like really just honestly like on my computer all night long, just emailing radio stations and just like it, it was just constant, like just trying to get my stuff in and. You know, we, we, we did get a couple, you know, we got a couple plays on the radio and it was, it was kind of, it was pretty cool, but it wasn't really, it wasn't like a, you know, like they weren't playing the concert and like I got a, I, I got my song played on uh, Shaw TV. It's like a local TV station and stuff like that. So, um, 
But other than that, really, it's ha- it hasn't been like a constant rotation type thing. It was just like a one-off type type deal, right? So, so I'm really looking forward to like hearing my my songs on like a constant rotation. It's just like spinning, you know what I mean? So like I'm trying to, I, I have a few songs like that that I, I try to do like the mainstream vibe too, just so, just so I could potentially get something in there, right? You know? Now, now I wanted to ask you a quick question. I mean, I know up in Canada. You know, um, they known. I mean, y'all got the maple syrup, right? So, yeah. do do y'all do y'all uh, favor? Is there brands in America that y'all would buy before some of the Canadian brands? Like, if oh, we, there, oh, there's there's so much in America that that we don't have out here, and uh, sometimes like like we're really close to uh, we're really close to like Minneapolis and stuff like that, so we can just go across. It's only like a four. Like, really, it's just like a forty five minute drive to Duluth so right. we can go across and grab whatever like but um there there definitely is I don't know like people really like the real Canadian maple syrup but I'm just I'm really just I'm I'm just like I, I guess they don't have this no more but the Aunt Jemima is really just top yep. you know what there was another one old time the old time syrup that was my favorite but they stopped making that I don't know they don't have it over there anymore yeah, it's all good. It's all good. So, you know, like I said, man, is there anything that you want the people to know about you? Anything that, you know, upcoming that you want to plug and let people know to tune in for? Well, we got uh, we got that um, that one with I Egypt uh, dropping. It's called This Is. That one's dropping on the 3rd of March on my Spotify, uh, Chief Supreme. Or you can follow me at Young Chief Supreme on all the uh, social media uh, we have videos coming. It's like I- I'm working with my boy right now uh, from Day Media, Tony McGuire, and he and he like really does films. He's not really, you know what I mean. He's not with the DSLR. Like he 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 shoots very very quality film work. So like that's I'm really blessed to have a guy like that to shoot my videos because it's really just it's really really quality. So um, it's just gonna it's gonna be a lot of drops with the videos um, coming up. It's gonna be animation. We're gonna do like lyric videos and stuff like that for the ones with Trippy and all that because right. it's obviously not uh, it's not the right time right now to get them to do the video right now because it's I don't even know if you can really travel like that you know what I mean but right. uh, but uh, that's really what it is uh, Young Chief Supreme at everything and uh, Chief Supreme on Spotify that's all my drops are we're doing two week drops all year long so basically if you want to look out for that just follow me on Spotify. That's what's up, man. Now, before I got to ask you, man, how did you get the name Chief Supreme? I mean, I usually start with that, but I just got to ask, man, what made you choose that name? Well, originally it was it was Prime. Originally it was uh, it was supposed to be Supreme. But then uh, RIP to my boy Discreet. He uh, he he helped me with the name and I started rapping with him in B.C. back in like 2000, 2001. And then um, and then uh, what happened was we shortened it to Prime and then. I got the name on on Facebook, and then I had that name for, like I said, since two. I think it was two thousand six or something like that. Really, for two thousand twelve, I can't I can't remember what it was. But anyways, we got the name on there, and then uh, we had to change the name from Prime. I really wanted to change it anyway, but um, there's another well-known artist who you might know, uh, P. Rain, who's with Drake. Uh, he's basically I don't. He's gold, gold plaque artist or whatever it is. He's, he's done a lot of big, big, big songs, and uh, he he changed his name from P. Rain to Prem. So, and it was really just one of those things where he's already at that level where you right. know what I mean, like fifty million view songs. You know what I'm saying? And co-signed with Drake, and he's on all Drake's videos. Like I can't really do anything. Really, it's right. just he he took the name, and then he he actually Facetime me, and he wanted to. He wanted to do it up right, you know what I mean? But it, it just worked out where he just the label just got got a hold of the name and they just went and verified it all. So we we changed the name up to Chief Supreme, which which is good though because I really felt like I kind of felt like I needed to change anyways, really. Like right. I, I, and, and with the uh and with the name change, we really did good. And right. um so it worked out. It worked out all right, but but uh, it was kind of hard because I, I've been known but it's still my short form, but like I've I've been using that name for so long it just kind of that was the name you know what i mean but it is what it is and you know we're moving forward still so yeah no definitely man trust me man i got trademark attorneys and and i know what it is the same thing happened with big biggie biggie smalls had to use the notorious big so you know 
it happens. You feel me? Um, you know, and and like I said, it's nothing wrong with that because people, like you just said, you're able to rebrand now. And so people that have been rocking with you for a while, they like, oh, he switched it up. And now new fans are coming in and they don't even know what your name might have been. So when they start going back through your catalog, like, oh, he used to be so-and-so, now he's so-and-so. So it's it's never a bad thing to 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 embrace a rebrand. But before exactly. we get out, and I feel like I feel like the new school names are a little bit more intricate now, anyways. You know right. what I mean? So right. it, it cream seemed a little bit plain, like it was I I, I, I like the name and I had it for a long time, but I feel like I need to change it up with dollar sound on the S and the Chief yeah. Supreme. It worked out good. Right, definitely, definitely. So before we get out of here, man, I gotta let you spit something for the people, man, so they can know that you got that fire, that fuego. So this is you know our se our segment called Boss Talk from the Booth. So I'm gonna okay. give and let you go ahead and, and do your thing. All right. So what are we doing? Just acapella? It's acapella. Just spit something like whatever you got top of mind. It ain't got to be a freestyle. Just something that's to let people know because I don't want to get flagged with the with, with YouTube. You feel me? So just give oh, them some fire a hot little 16 real quick. All right. Shit, bro. I got a few. I got a few. I got a few 16s that I did. Um that I did like the old like you know what I mean like some old bars and shit like that if you wanna but if somebody if somebody walked up you said yo Chief Supreme man I don't know if he got that fire man what's something that you would spit just to let him know like yo I'm coming I'm I ain't playing shit bro honestly um shit hold up let me just take your time bro it's not you ain't All no right. Yeah, bro. I don't even. I don't even know, fam. Like you know what I mean. Like you know what I'm saying. Like I can't. I can't know. Just get. Yeah, but uh, spit what you spit from the from the Wheezy track. The Wheezy track was uh, that that was a that was a fairly new track too. You know what I'm saying. Hold on. Let me just let me just. I'll, I'll spit something for you. Uh, hold on. Can you still? Can, am I still on? Am I still online? Yeah, we like we we good. It's it's okay. Um, we good. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hold up. I'm gonna give you some. I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out something. I have a I, track called "Dumb" that's on my Spotify. Um. And then there's a couple other ones too, but uh, I also have this one, "Money Mode" with Future. Whatever you got. That's on, there. that's on there too. It's on. It's a little bit older though. It's like 2018. It's all good. Um. um one sec, hold up. I, I, I got you, I got you, bro. All right, so this is this is a verse that I did on my song called "Down with Young Cash." Since my father did what I had to. Stories in every tattoo. Go on, see him talk, getting at you. Pull up, see him freeze like a statue. I'm covered in my boy, got a mask too. Got money, no question, no one asks you. Playing Jenga with the racks in a condo. Roll up for the pit for the bomb hoe. All right. All right. With the rap, be a John Doe. Good from Cuba to Toronto, any city, any place that I rest at. Supercharged on the heavy net of whip fast. Bitches hopping in, getting whiplash. Same bitches know all I do is get cash. Got a stuff of bands in the stash spot. And they know they clean them out when it's trap hot. Mad, mad, cause I have and they have not. Try to come around my hood, get your ass shot. And that's a warning to all y'all. Try fuck with the kid and you will fall. Got a hundred on my way to a mill, y'all. Bow water making paper like a mill, y'all. 5K on the chain, I'm a steel ball. Still flex, still hit him with a skill, y'all. Hey, right. that, was, that was dumb with my nigga Young Cash from uh, BC. He's uh, he's putting a lot of work. You know, you know, you, swollen members or what? Um, they're, are they, they too? They're, are they too? They're they're the northern. They're northern. Kind of like mainstream group with Mad Child, Prevail, Mocha oh, yeah. He worked. He did some work with those guys, and he's he's really he's really solidified in in the game. He's he's out in, he's out west in DC. So uh, yeah, that, that's that's called dumb, and you can you can find it on my Spotify, Chief Supreme. 
Nah, definitely, man. I mean, you good, man. You know, like I said, you know, you know, it, it ain't easy being an artist. You feel me? And so you always gotta, you know, be ready and 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 do your thing. But that's that's fire, man. So let me ask you. When you go platinum, because I'm already speaking into existence, when you get that platinum plaque and, and maybe call you up, say, yo, we got the champagne on ice, you know what I mean? Okay. For you, what's the first okay. what's the first thing you think you're gonna cop? I don't know, bro. You know, yeah, you, you gotta keep up, you gotta keep up with the trends really, and, and that's what it is. Like you gotta you gotta you gotta uh in order for you to attract money, you have to you have to really look good, and that's that's what it is with with rap nowadays, especially is you have to, you have to look really good. So I might hit up Icebox. I've been watching a lot of those videos. You know what I mean? I want to go to Icebox and I want to cop something. But um, at the end of the day, I, I feel like really just property is one of the one of the major things that a lot of rappers once they already have the bust downs and they have the jewels and all the diamonds and they want it. That that's what it comes to at the end of the day. So because that accumulates value, right? Not just. Not, you know what I mean? So cars and jewelry and all that is really good. So like, but at the end of the day, like I even learned that um, myself. I, I had a I had a couple of really really nice whips, and uh, I really realized that property is probably the main thing that I'm looking at getting. Um, you know, going into the future, but um, but I definitely need I need a bust down. I need I need a I need a Cuban an iced out Cuban. You know what I mean? I need I I need that just to just to say that I had it. And then, and then after that, it's really just property. You know what I mean? Right. And I was going to say that to you, man. That was a perfect answer because for artists, we get this money in a short span of time. Right. And yeah, like you yeah. said, man, you never know if they're going to love you next year. So while you hot, you got to get everything you could get. And I would advise you definitely Um, the real estate is one of the best investments. Cause what I was going to say to you, if you get the right real estate and get some multi units, they paying for your jewelry. You feel what I'm saying? So, exactly. you know what I mean? Yeah. You want yeah, assets, you feel me? Because we have a program we do is called Bags Over Bills. And, you know, we'll bring you back on again. And uh, it basically shows people how to turn their um, liabilities into assets. So even yeah. if you want to get the cars, if you do it as a company lease, you can write off the, the lease payments. What people do, they go get the Phantom, they want to go get the Wraith, thinking that they got a, now they got a two $3,000 a month car note, they got a house note, $5,000, and they're eating up the money fast as they get it, right? And we all been there. We all unspent and splurged. You know, I got my first label check. You know what I mean? I went and got me some, you know what I mean, some fly gear. I went down, you know, shopping. I was blessed a couple of my peoples. And, you know, and then you realize, yo, man, you got to hit the road if you want to get that long money. You got to, you know, set yourself up for opportunity. So um, even what I was going to um, suggest to you, Based on your cover, you may, you know, like I said, because what we do is branding as well, like brand development and a dope idea for your cover, like based on how the visuals is. If you did an animated joint, you know what I mean? Like Chief Supreme and, and it was like this little little shorts and little stuff to go along with your Instagram content and stuff that could go far because now you're creating uh, a character that people can attach to besides just the music. And a lot of times that can help a new artist you know, really break through to the mainstream because people attach themselves to what they see. And when I first saw that cover, I said, yo, this is dope. And then when I listened to the music, I said, okay, I see how they coming with it. Everything, like you just said from the beginning, every single piece is on top. You got the right team and I wish you nothing but success, man. So shout out your Instagram one more time for the people. And then, like I said, we're going to be checking in with you and following up every time you drop something. And you always welcome back here at Boss Talk, man. Hey, much love and respect to Boss Talk for having me. Um, yeah, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure talking to you today. And uh, it's Young Chief Supreme at, uh, on Instagram and as well as everything else. So uh, just go check me out on that and then uh, give me a follow for all my new uh, upcoming projects. You know what I mean? So yeah, definitely, uh, definitely. Yeah, appreciate you talking to me, dog. Like it's really. It's all good, man. You know what I'm saying? Like I'll I definitely be linking. I'll definitely be hitting you up. You know what I mean? And it's all about that. Uh, you know, that uh, basically just like connections all over, you know what I mean? I'm trying to make those connections, not just in Canada, but all across the world. So it's the same thing for us, man. Like I say, we know we, we branching out and uh, we got um, DJ Andre 905 up there. He do work with the Raptors and all of that. So we, we making our way across the border too, man. Yeah. I've, been, I've been close as Detroit and looking over the river. I ain't seen that. Yeah, yeah. 
eventually we're going we're going to make it happen so like i said man i want to wish you nothing but success and for anybody watching this if you're an artist if you you know you see you see we bring in the new fire the new energy to the table this man got joints with Lil wayne with trippy red he got features with ed sharon i mean that's top level man and he's doing his thing and he's a well-rounded dude um he's got his own style he's not biting nobody's style and he's coming to he's coming to the game with with something that y'all gonna have to reckon with. So, like I said, if you're an artist out there and you're trying to promote your your brand and you want to get on a team, hit us up eight four four seven hundred boss. That's eight four four seven hundred two six seven seven. Um, big shout to our distribution partner, um, Just J over there at the Hype Magazine. Um, I'm pretty sure you'll be seeing Chief Supreme in there real real soon. And um, you know, we are gonna sign off with the outro. But make sure you check us out at Boss Talk Nation, or just like you see on the hat all across social media and we you know we're gonna make it happen man so we're gonna sign off with the outro and then i'm gonna holla at y'all next time peace bless peace 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 as an artist we should reflect the time why you so because i'm black why you so amazing I'm black. Really important that we build characters so that people understand their story matters. Two Chains and I both are just really into good food. And when you know you are royalty, you will only aim in life to be royalty. We're doing it right now. I don't give a damn what they say about me. Yes, I called your ass out. I know I shouldn't be saying this kind of Shout out to Hype Magazine Network. Shout out to the Hype Magazine Network.